What is up, my podcast the listeners? This is your host, Profound Batushevsky, and I am super psyched for today's episode because we're going to do a deep dive into my ebook that's going to be releasing literally in seven days. And I have been working on this project for at least, I don't know, a year or so. And, you know, I've said this in my previous episodes that this book and the reason why I kind of call it the volume two is when I decided to write another book, I was like, okay, I have so much that I need to write down. And I always start with a kind of like itinerary of what I want to go through an outline. And when I was looking back at my first ebook, I'm like, this, this is it. This is what I you know, need to do in order to write my second one. So I started just hammering out as much as possible and quickly realized after, I don't know, just a few days of writing that I already wrote the same amount of information as my first book. So one of the biggest differences is the size of this ebook compared to the first one is more than double. And just goes to show how much I've you know, consumed for knowledge when it comes to training people, getting them out of pain um, in the last, I think it was like two years or three years after I wrote that first volume. And I'm really, really proud to release this because this is literally the best work I've ever, you know, put together. And today we're going to kind of go over some frequently asked questions about my program, my book, and what to kind of expect because last episode I quickly skimmed through um, kind of the outline of the book but I want to get into some specific questions I've gotten on Instagram about this book and some other things that people have brought up that have already purchased my book and kind of wanted a deeper answer so I'm going to share my screen and hopefully I do it correctly because I always forget how to do this. Okay, so let's full screen this. Or does that look better this way? I think this looks better this way. Um, let's not. Let's do it this way. All right. Um, to kind of get this thing going, the number one thing that people always ask me when I put out a project like this is that who is this book for? And at least for me, um, in my experience, um, and funny enough, I forgot to actually post this um, the other day because my 12th year of of a anniversary of uh, being a trainer uh, was a couple of days ago. And I was just thinking to myself, like, holy shit, it's been 12 years and I feel like I still don't know enough. And I think it's one of those careers that when you're fully immersed in it, you feel like you always have to give your best. You always have to keep moving forward. And I think this is a reflection of this book is basically my 12 years of knowledge put into one single file that you can purchase and download and consume and apply it to your own training. So I don't know how I got to there, but um, who is this ebook for? So the last four years of my career, I've been privileged to work alongside some 
fabulous chiropractors and get to work with their patients. And my biggest thing this whole four years is kind of bridging that gap between you going to your physio or chiro because something hurts that's taking time off of the gym and you're kind of in that purgatory rehab kind of realm where you can't, you're not quite ready to go to the gym because you might flare up your low back or shoulder, whatever it is. And I just never really understood that, why people couldn't train around an industry in a injury. And I wanted to bridge that gap. So one, finding a chiropractor that understood the importance of exercise, that they also exercise themselves. And when I say exercise, actually lifting heavy shit, um, it was kind of a match made in heaven. So me being able to bridge that gap where a patient would come in and, you know, they're not a stranger around the gym and they're kind of expecting like, Oh, I'm going to be doing these dinky rehab exercises, but no, like let's figure out how you can still back squat, how you can still deadlift even with an injury. And that's kind of been my niche the last four years. And I've been really, really successful bringing on anyone new with even a long history of injuries from, you know, their teenage years and now they're 50 something and it's really taken a toll on them, but they still want to exercise. That's the biggest barrier I've seen is that people with a long history of flare ups, injuries, surgeries, whatever it is, they stop because everything hurts and they get to a certain age where they really need to take their health into their own hands and start exercising. But every time they try, it just hurts. Or, you know, someone like a CrossFitter where they're putting a lot of volume on their joints day in, day out, and they have a competition and they can't train without, you know, pressing overhead. So that's where I kind of step in. And this is kind of the, you know, inspiration behind this book is that this is for anyone who has ever dealt with an injury or has been through that vicious cycle of a flare-up, taking time off the gym, going back to the gym, being somewhat consistent, and then it's flared up again, and you're just kind of circling around and not really seeing any progress. Or that individual that's, you know, had low back pain for the longest time and nothing seems to work, and they're kind of just left without options. I'm not saying that this book is going to heal all those things, but it's going to get very close to a point where you can move somewhat pain free. Even if that means is like out of 10, 10 being, you know, we have to take you to an emergency room because the pain is too much. You're sitting around at like a six or seven following this program. You'll probably get down to a four and three. And it kind of seems crazy to think that, you know, exercise can have so much influence, but in my experience, it's a lot to do with the fact that people do exercises that it's not built for their anatomy or they're doing an exercise because that's what their friend is doing and they just assume that's what you have to do as well, which is kind of crazy to me because it's like we're all built so differently. Like number one, we're all different heights. That's just one variable. Um, some people have different hips. Some people have had a hip replacement uh, surgery and now their other hip has compensated for so long recovering from that surgery. There's always going to be those little variable things. And my book not only addresses those things, but it also teaches you more about your anatomy. So really I wrote this book for everyone because I think we're all at a point right now where, especially the last two years where COVID has 
disrupted our, you know, routine of going to the gym, um, gym closures, um, gym reopening, and then you don't jump on it right away. And we're kind of left exposed to previous history of injury, flare-ups, whatever it is, or, you know, you're that individual that just wants to get back to it, but because it's been so long, everything's fucking stiff and it hurts. So this book is literally for everyone in this day and age because our environment is not built for our bodies to thrive. It's designed to slowly wither us away. Even for myself, like I sit at a desk more often than me standing and moving around. And even for me, like there's days where I'm like, shit, I need to do a little bit more mobility work. I need to do a little bit more stretching, whatever it is to combat that. So really this book is for that person like this style of training should be incorporated to everyone rather than what people have been doing 10 years ago because my industry involves so quickly because it's still a relatively young industry and we're learning as fast as possible to catch up to what is best for an individual so how does this kind of program dictate that how does that kind of look and if you know me and been following my work, you know, I hammer home this whole concept of um, getting an assessment done. And it blows my mind where I'll get a new client and I always ask them like, you know, have you ever had a trainer before? And they usually say yes, like nine out of 10 times. I think we're at a point in our society where everyone has almost had a trainer And I start asking questions like, okay, well, what did your trainer do for an assessment? And probably nine out of 10 times, I kind of get a blank stare that their trainer never did an assessment. So I'm like, well, first of all, how can you program for somebody if I don't know how you move? I don't know how your shoulder moves or if there's a painful spot when you move your shoulder. Like, how am I supposed to create this program for you to, you know, go hard into the gym? There's no way. There's absolutely no way I can do that because something as simple as if I can't see how you squat, me programming back squats is probably not going to be a good idea. But for some reason, when people exercise, they see their friend beside them back squatting and they're like, okay, I'm going to do that too, where you might not have the adequate ankle dorsiflexion, tibial rotation, hip internal and external rotation, enough thoracic extension, like all those things matter. And this is what kind of gets me every time is that people will go to the gym without getting an assessment. Like it, it, it doesn't like comprehend. It's kind of like if you went to a physio or Cairo and they don't do a thorough assessment, they just start treating you and you came in there for your knee, but they decided to start treating your shoulder without knowing why. Right. So it's exactly the same thing. So the biggest thing with this book is that you run through a self-assessment and that's going to dictate what you do. And I explain in the book why that matters. So there is a huge emphasis on anatomy and then it doesn't get like super boring. I take the anatomy stuff that you should know that relates to what you're going to do in the gym. So when it comes to who should be doing this um, program, I said everyone, but a lot of times another question I get is like, is this a beginner's program? Is this for someone advanced? Like, who is it for? And again, it's for everybody because this assessment is going to dictate 
what version of the program you're going to do. So if you scored poorly on the assessment, you're going to do the so-called beginner's program. Even though you might think you're advanced, we're going to hammer out a lot of like things that are your that you're weak at because like let's face it a lot of us who go to the gym you're going to stick to the exercises that you're good at aka i'm going to bench press do bicep curls and do a lower body exercise that feels easy for me so a lot of times those people say they really like deadlifts they're going to practice deadlifts over and over and over again but their back squat sucks so what are they going to do? They're going to stick with deadlifting all the time and they're going to leave a lot on the table without actually practicing, say, their back squat. So say you're that advanced person and you do the beginner program, like you'd be surprised how challenging it will be because we're going to work on a lot of stuff that you probably have never, ever, ever done in your life. So when it comes to, you know, how long you've been training, this is going to be something that everybody can do. Um, the other big thing that a lot of times people will ask me is like, Hey, what kind of equipment do I need? And ideally you would be, you know, going to a full equipped gym, but you're not going to need so many different pieces of equipment or equipment that you've never used in your life because all you really need are dumbbells, kettlebells, a TRX and a barbell. And even then, like, say you can't barbell deadlift in my program, there are other things that you can do. And this is the nice thing is like with having a scalable um, program and three different versions of the program, say you're doing the advanced one because you move really, really well and you don't have injuries, then say you're in a super crowded gym and you don't have access to a barbell, you can look at the other versions of the program to see what the regression is and do that and go a little bit heavier. So this is how I program for people, right? Like I'll have a template of kind of the layout of the workout and say I have a beginner I have all the exercise written out for that beginner that I did the assessment for but say I get a new client that is like you know an all-star they have no injuries no nothing I can take that same program and scale one exercise to make it really really difficult and now these two people are literally kind of following the same program but it's scalable and that's where a lot of people kind of fall short is that they don't know what a progression is to an exercise, what a regression is, or what a, a lateralization is. And this is where, you know, the art of programming comes in is that you don't need to like reinvent the wheel. Like you can go off a template and scale either up or down, depending on where the person is. And this is exactly what my program is. It's like working off a template based on the needs of the individual. And if you are not super broken or anything, you can scale up. If you are super broken, you can scale down and still have a really, really good workout and see the results that you want. Um, so kind of a long-winded answer, ideally you would want to have um, all equipment necessary, but I feel like in this day and age where we went through multiple gym closures and people started buying home gym equipment, you are going to be well-equipped. Um, you're not going to need any kind of machine or leg press machine or those big bulky machines. You just need free weights, kettlebells, a foam roller, and a barbell, which would be amazing if you can. Um, the other thing, too, that this focuses on, because it's not just, a, all right, so is this program 
a pain-free program because you're not pressing overhead? Yes, but not really. We also focus on mobility quite a bit. Um, if you've been following my work for the last, you know, three-ish years, like, um, you know that I've been following Dr. Andrew Espina's work quite a bit. And there is a huge, huge, huge emphasis on kin stretch. Uh, for those who are not familiar with kin stretch, it's basically um, a training system that looks at improving your active control of each joint and improving the quality, the foundation of the joint itself in order to move and give you more movement options and capabilities. So what that kind of means is like we're literally kind of bulletproofing your body by giving you more options. So if I take you into an end range and train you in that end range and get you super, super strong in that end range, if you decide to, you know, take a step off a curb and most people will roll their ankles, but influencing kin stretch principles, you'll be able to absorb that external load and not, you know, mess up your ankle. And this is kind of this night and day type of thing when it comes to keeping you injury uh, free. And a lot of times where, again, when I take someone through an assessment and say I have someone with a terrible shoulder and I get them moving through something called a shoulder car, which is in my program, right there and then, like it's an exercise that's going to help improve your shoulder health. But at the same time, it's um, kind of a mini assessment and something that you will feel. So when I get someone to do a shoulder car, I always ask them like out of a hundred percent and a hundred percent is like the best function functioning shoulder in the entire world. Where does your shoulder kind of feel in that range? A lot of times people will say like, Oh, it kind of feels, you know, around the 40 to 50% range. And I'm like, okay, so we have a 40% shoulder and you're wondering why the front part of your shoulder hurts every time you press overhead when pressing overhead is probably an 80 to 100% shoulder capability. And then that's where it like literally clicks into someone's brain where they're like, oh shit, like that makes sense. And that's literally what my book is, is for it to make sense when it comes to training. Something as simple as like, okay, I do this exercise and it hurts my lower back. What does the average person do? They just continue doing it. it it's kind of like ridiculous to me. Like I don't understand why people go down this path of like, oh, this kind of hurts. It's okay. I'm going to do a couple more reps and see if it goes away. And it doesn't go away. And then you're like, okay, set number three. I want to do it again. It's like, no, there's other options. And this is what my book will teach is giving you different options when it comes to exercise to keep you pain-free. Because at the end of the day, um, we want to have more days in the gym. And a lot of times the other question I get with this whole thing, we're going to go back to kin stretch in a second, but I just have a lot going in my brain right now when it comes to answering these questions is, is this now just like a rehab program? Am I not going to get strong? Am I not going to lose weight? Yes, you will do those things, but there's an emphasis on the rehab stuff because that's the stuff that people don't do because they think it's silly or they think it's a waste of time. If, you're the average person where kind of when I kind of started this episode where, you know, you've 
had that vicious cycle of being super consistent in the gym, something flares up, you stop training for a couple of weeks and then you feel better. And then you go back to the gym, something flares up and then you go stop training again. And you don't have that rhythm. And usually when people take time off at the gym, because something hurts, they eat more, they're a little bit more less active, their motivation's gone and they pick up other bad habits where it's going to be very difficult to get back into the routine of going to the gym every week. So what this book does and the program specifically is eliminates those times where you have to take time off because you're not going to be doing things that's going to take you there. You know, injury doesn't happen right there and then it's a kind of a a cumulative effect where, you know, you do an exercise that feels weird on your low back X amount of times per week, your body has a certain like threshold of how much it can take until it just starts sending pain signals to tell you to stop. And then you try to like, you know, shut that out. And eventually your body will just shut down and be like, boom, you have low back pain, stop it. So if you have more um, consistent weeks through the entire year of training, you're probably going to put on more muscle. You're probably going to lose more fat compared to always hitting that square peg in a round hole over and over and over again until something hurts. So I focus on creating a good foundation and then challenging that foundation. So really kind of like if I had to say, and I've said this on my podcast before, what my training style is, it's very similar to any kind of martial art. You start training with me, you're going to learn the basics. I don't even care what your history is. We're starting with the white belt stuff. You get really good at that white belt stuff. So then when we get to the black belt stuff, it's so automatic. It's so clean. It's crisp. It's amazing. That's where people need to kind of be and not just like, I saw this thing on TikTok and it looks really fucking hard. And the person said, that's how I'm going to get abs. Like, that's not what true training is. Like you need to focus on the basics. If you look at any elite athlete, it's the same thing. If you look at Olympic weightlifters, it's the same thing. They don't ever skip steps, but for some reason, the general population just believes that they can skip steps because that's what Instagram says. But anyway, going back to the whole Kim stretch thing, the really cool thing about this book that kind of inspired me to write the second one is that I want to give a, an experience, like the closest thing that you can get with training with me one-on-one in person. So when it comes to the mobility stuff, in my first book, I kind of gave just like 10% of what this book has because I teach you CARS, which is an abbreviation for controlled articular rotations, where we kind of skim the surface of what Kim Stretch is to build that foundation. And then we get into some sort of pails and rails, some like actual Kim Stretch stuff, but they're nothing really concrete or fluid where you can like put it into a mobility practice. So what I actually did is filmed eight full length kin stretch workouts where you follow along in a class kind of setting and you do that every single week. So you get two kin stretch workouts per month and you literally all have to do is press play, have a yoga mat in your living room and a yoga block or some really thick books and you're good to go. And it will literally be the hardest mobility training you've ever done in your life. And you'll be surprised by the end of it, how good you feel. If you want to see true change and improve tissue quality, that's going to prevent 
painful signals throughout your nervous system, this is what's going to make the difference. I've seen huge successes with Kin Stretch with so many people from someone that is young that does CrossFit and just wants to improve their sport, huge improvements from people with, you know, a hip replacement looking to rehab themselves, huge improvements from people just dealing with low back pain and want to be able to put on their socks. Kin stretch is the answer. Or even for myself, where I did a self-experiment of doing nothing but kin stretch five days a week for six months and then seeing if my deadlift went down in weight. It was pretty impressive to see that I was able to pull 275 where my estimated or one rep max is 300. Like this is some pretty like strong, strong stuff when it comes to improving yourself. So a couple other things I put in this book that I wanted to mention is a whole section of extra assessments. Cause I find that the more you know about your body, the better you'll have uh, of a chance to actually improve not only pain levels, but performance. You know, a lot of times people are stuck with an injury and yeah, my assessment is a general assessment, but what if you wanted more? What if you wanted to learn why you're getting low back pain? And I literally have an entire section in here where it um, teaches you how to determine what your pain trigger is. A lot of this stuff is from, um, you know, Stu McGill, McKenzie, those major people in the rehab world that have dedicated their entire life into low back pain and research. So it's not like my own thing. It's literally stuff that people have done. And that's the other thing too, is in the very beginning of my book, I list a long list of fitness and medical professionals that I follow that I truly believe that are doing the best in the industry and give credit where it's due. Like a lot of this is not original thought. It's my interpretation of those people. And I put that into my own system. And I feel like that system has evolved in the last 12 years of my career. And I feel like that's what's been really working and I've seen huge success. So I'm really excited to bring all of this to you guys. And, you know, if you need more information, feel free to reach out. Um, if you have any more questions, this is the time to do it because I am releasing this literally in one week and a little bit earlier this Wednesday to all my pre-sale people. There's currently close to 80 people on my pre-sale list that know that the first time around when I released my book, they wanted it early. They wanted to see what I was cooking up and they weren't disappointed. So be like them, be like the other 80 people on my pre-sale list. And if you hit the show notes, there's a Google form. All you need to do is put your name and email and I will personally email you the link to my website, to my ebook this Wednesday at 5 p.m., PST um, to get it before everyone else. And you'll get a significant discount on this book because it's going to be on sale for a limited time before it goes to a regular price. Um, if you have not put yourself down for the pre-sale list, you can get my book on Sunday, um, literally seven days from now. So, you know, I'm counting down to days like it's like Christmas. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. I've been chatting a lot and I feel like I haven't taken a breath 
because I feel like there's a lot of information that I just gave out. But uh, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. That's it for me. Until next time, you guys.